love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. What do we have for a warm up jam today? Mm, I got a little Huey Lewis. Huey Lewis. Mm. What's up, Huey? All right, we're just going to warm up before we begin today. Tuesdays and caffeine. Tuesdays are the tough week, man. Especially when you find out. <laughs> the tough week. I mean, Tuesdays are the tough day. <laughs> Tuesdays are a tough week. Tuesdays are a tough day. I mean, that's proven by all the doctors. The doctors yeah. proved it. Actually, they did do a study and said that Tuesday is actually tougher than Monday. I think my, my favorite meme on the internet says the first five days days of the week are the hardest. <laughs> it's so yeah, true. That is so true. Why don't we ex- what, do the... The four-day work week, right? People have oh, thought yeah. about that for a long time. I always Remember, think about those Europeans. They always take it easy. That's right. That's what puts America ahead is that we work harder, longer. And we die earlier. We die earlier. We, we die take less vacations. <laughs> like, whoa, what are we, what, how are we ahead? <laughs> I mean, we just really need to embrace the whole... Chillaxin. Chillaxin. I mean, yeah. Siestas, maybe. Midday uh, nap. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so sick of the whole work thing. Yes. No, and that is that is legit. Like, whenever I, I went to Mexico for three years in a row yeah. as a mission trip and that kind of thing, so we weren't, like, there... Serving the Lord. Yeah. We That's were, right. We were there, like, it was rough in it. Like, it was not easy. Right. So, anyway, we went to the market, uh, you know, once, once per week, whenever we would go there, and that was no joke. Like for two hours a day, boom, lock it down. Stuff was locked down, and what, it people were sleeping and like chilling. Yeah, yeah. and it I was rude. That. No one went. You did not disturb someone yeah. during that two-hour period. They unless do that. It was like an emergency. They do that in Greece too, right? They do it in yeah. most countries, right? Right, right in front of the water. See, yeah, I'm into that. They just go and have a tan. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a great show today. Uh, an amazing Tuesday show. Here comes Tuesday. Let's go. And now, here's and now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Of course, my What Are You Kidding Me? field correspondence, all messages at facebook.com slash follow fits. That's with a Z. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Thank you for sending me What Are You Kidding Me? stories every single day. I rely on you. If you don't mind, folks, I'm going to take you out of your morning. I was going to say morning commute. When 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 parents are taking kids to school, carpool. Yeah, that's I mean, carpool was the word I was looking for. Okay. Out of your morning carpool, silly daddy. A father dropped off his teenage daughter and a couple of her friends off at school just the other day, and started shouting a bunch of stuff out of the window to try and embarrass her. I have exclusive. What are you kidding me? This guy's trying to rip rip my my gig. I was about to say, I cannot believe you recorded this. Yeah, I was gonna say, I can't believe you're busting yourself on. What are you kidding me? <laughs> now, before I hear this, I don't think he does more embarrassing stuff than I do. I actually get out of my my uh, my car while the kids are walking in, and I actually start twerking. Oh yeah, yeah. There's not many. I, I don't think he can beat you. I haven't even heard it yet, and I don't think he beats you. Well, let's see. Here's the father dropping his children off at school. Hey, bye, sweet girl. Have a good day at school. Oh, a Bye, Kate. Kate can you Bye, Kate. Get out. I love you, Kate. Stay up. Have a great day at school, Kate. 
Bye, Cordelia. Bye, Emma. I love you, Kate. I'm Kate Downey's father. Hi, Principal Dennis. Hi, Principal Dennis. I'm Kate Downey's father, and I love her. I'm going to miss her all day. I love you, Kate. <laughs> now, that was worse. That was good. I think the ending where he was talking to the prince, shouting at the principal, Hello, saying, I'm Kate Principal Danny. Dennis. <laughs> I'm Kate Danny's father. That was the more embarrassing part. Did you hear the principal go, good morning? <laughs> That's almost if you see something, say something. Close. All right, let's go to page two. What, are you kidding me? Out of Rhode Island, I married a zombie. In Tiverton, Rhode Island, 20-year-old Felicity Cadillac has just gotten married to a zombie doll. Huh? Cadillac said that she tied the knot with Kelly Rossi, the doll, who she says is 37 years old. And the ceremony cost close to $500, by the way, including a wedding dress for Felicity, well, she a, a suit for Kelly, and decorations for the wedding. I'm not Guys, she married this doll. She just wasted about $500. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. This isn't a legal marriage. She could have printed a Oh, this happens all the time. This happens out. all the time. Yeah, but that doesn't, doesn't mean make it's it legal. Four humans and eight other dolls were in attendance. <laughs> there were twice as many. So the groom side had more uh, more the, the uh, guests than the yeah. living side? I don't know. I don't think. I, I think the doll isn't a groom. Yeah, it is. That's Kelly. the one that was in the tux. I know, but it, the name is Kelly. K-E-L-L-I. Yeah, dude's name Kelly. No. It's I know so, about I it with an I. Oh. Wow. But anyway, it's not the point. But the, I, well, that's what I'm saying. I think the female doll. Really, was the that's groom. what we're debating here. Yeah, is the, the the last the name of the groom well, of the doll, Felicity, who now lives in Venita, Oklahoma, claims that marrying Kelly has made her feel closer uh, and more intimate. Wow. Our wedding ceremony was beautiful and perfect. She uh, she said exactly the way I dreamed it would have been. Yeah. Well, I guess what make, whatever makes you happy. She's not hurting anybody. Sure. <laughs> so whatever. Well. <laughs> Except her parents, they're terrified. Yeah, I mean, but they're really disappointed. That, except and her neighbors, her entire family and community. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the show. Everybody, what's up? If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in, turn it up, keep it on, and never, ever take our show off of your number one uh, uh, button on your preset. Yeah, that's what being a P1 is. You lock this show in and you leave it on. You never take it off. You became a P1, and we love you for it. Uh, my wife over there, Bethany, the mouth from the south, she noticed that we've been getting a lot of uh, messages uh, on our social media recently. Kind of some questions directed toward the guys. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, sometimes there's... Um I don't know, some some ladies that might write in, or even some guys have written in and want to know just, you know, some advice from the dudes. So, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's ask the guys. Oh, thank God, I'm still a guy. Yep. All right. Where do we begin today? Uh, this question is from Samantha. Hey guys, how come men are obsessed with their uh, ex-wives or girlfriends even after they start a new relationship? Ah, interesting. Hmm. Well, well, not all guys, but it, it, obviously Samantha has experienced this. I think uh, guys are always making sure, they're either making sure they made the right decision hmm. or they're looking for an opportunity to gloat. I think it just might have something to do with sort of the social media stalking. It's not that they necessarily care what they're doing, but they're just curious what what they're doing? Like what 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 new guys around? What's going on? Sort of a thing. Can I yeah. just say really quickly? Girls yeah. are so guilty of that too. Girls are, I think girls are yeah. more I'm guilty. more guilty of that. But I mean, so I'm just asking as guys, would you care if you found out your wife or girlfriend was doing the same thing? And could she use it as an excuse to say, "Look, it's just that it's just that social media stalking thing." Just wondering what that person's up to. That is why I don't do it. That is why I, in zero way, shape, or form, go back and see what my ex is up to. Mm-hmm. I don't either. Mm. Why are you looking at me like that? Some exes you have. 
Oh, come on. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Just some. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure we've just answered everyone's question. I mean, I'm not threatened by it by any means, and I don't think there's anything. I think it's innocent, but I'm just saying. But, But you even search for that one, too, because it's a curiosity thing. Well, I'm not saying, but I mean, I don't know. Man. I thought this was Ask the Guys. Do I interrupt you during mommy minutes? Sorry. <laughs> yes, actually, you do, but go ahead. Uh, let's see. Why do guys feel so angry when uh, they're dating a girl and she talks about any other guys? Why does it make you guys feel angry? I think that's pretty obvious. Yeah, because uh, there's there's something that all men know about other dudes, okay? That you cannot trust them yeah. at all. You cannot trust any other guy because- Those dudes aren't ha- your friends. They're not your friends at all. They have one thing in mind. Mm-hmm. You know any what I mean? other guy. Any other guy Almost as well. Almost any other guy. Almost any other guy. I mean, even buddies, not like close buddies, but mm-hmm. even buddies sometimes around your woman, yeah. they have one thing in mind. <laughs> and Hollywood, right, Drew? Yeah. Hollywood has not done, has not bode well for this. You no. can, guys, you, you cannot trust any other dudes, and you know that. It's something that all men know. <laughs> yeah, when your girl says, hey, my buddy Jake, you know Jake's not her buddy. He's not her chum, right. her drinking pal, a guy who just wants to you know, kick it every once in a while. Jake's got one intention, and he's Thank looking you. for his opportunity. Bingo. And that's something that all men know. It is ingrained in us uh, uh, genetically since since birth. We know that we cannot trust any other man. You know what? We we know it because if we had a female friend that we're attracted to, we yeah. may not even have any intention of doing anything, but we knew if the opportunity fell right in our laps, Uh-oh. we would have a lot of trouble resisting it. Yeah. So what we're trying to say is, Jake, you ain't coming near my woman, Jack. Wow. Or you're going to get jacked up, Jake. Mm-hmm. Jack up, right. Jake. <laughs> Jack up, Jake. So if you have any questions for Ask the Guys, uh, we would be happy to answer them honestly. I think we answered them honestly, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we did. Oh, thank God. I'm still a guy. Yeah, boy. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. All right, you guys. I knew this was happening. I just knew this was going to happen. The FCC is saying that nearly half the phone calls you're going to receive this year will be spam and those robot calls. I totally believe it. Shut half up. of them. I, I, I think thought, right now I'm at probably like 75%. I agree. I mean, I never answer my phone. I'm because telling nobody you. Nobody bothers calling Right. This is why I do not answer my phone ever. You want to get a hold of me, text me, and maybe I'll get back. And it's really, really, <laughs> you know, like because sometimes, I don't know, like what if you happen to just be that person that gets a phone call like you won $200 from the local grocery yeah. store. You're never going to know. Yep. You're never going to answer. <laughs> Text me, Grocery Mart. Yeah. We have made it a world of voicemail only. Right. Because we're already exhausted on our social media. We're already, you know, and now... Inundated. But I thought there was some sort of government list that you, we could sign up on that, that would never, stop all the calls. That never worked. But because they, they figured out new technology, the, the, the number rolling and the call masking and VoIP and all of that. But this says if half the calls made in the U.S. are going to be spam calls, it's time to shut it down. It's time to say no more calls. Like, we have to make some new exceptions so that you can directly contact people you need to contact, but get rid of all the spam That's what FaceTime is for, right? Something like that. Will the robocalls be able to FaceTime you? If that's the case, we got problems. That's going to be a real problem. That better, Uh no. That better not happen. So that's why I really only, if I'm talking on the phone, I'm only FaceTiming with someone. I do not want to hold that thing to my head. I'm just done with the phone call. Can you, can you believe we're saying that? Sometimes I that aggravates me because whenever he calls and he wants yeah. to talk, I'm in the middle of the grocery store or something, and everyone on aisle five can mm-hmm. hear him <laughs> talking to me. <laughs> All right, Drew, choose your news. We have talked a lot about lottery winners, particularly lottery winners that try to hide their identity. You know, they're they're tired of being victims of scams Mm -hmm. and con artists and all of that. Well, some lottery winners in Jamaica have taken it to the next level. And I think they have some different rules, some slightly different stuff. That's a different country down there. But recently, a winner of a big jackpot, 158 million Jamaican dollars, which is about a little over 1 million American dollars, a lot of money, uh, recently went to pick up their, their big grand prize. But the person did it in a ghost face mask. That's the face from Scream. You know, that, yeah. that ghost oh, with the screaming mouth, the big petrifying. stretch out face. Collected their prize the entire time hidden behind the mask to hide their identity. They were identified as A. Campbell, but apparently don't have to give their entire name. 
I'm sure it's as big of a problem there with the scams and the cons. And this isn't the first person to do it. Another lottery winner in Jamaica collected their winnings uh, wearing an emoji mask just a few months ago. So people are tired of it, and they're they're finding ways around it. Yeah, they don't want people knowing uh, knowing their business. Right. Yeah. Jamaica's a small place, so if you find out someone's got a million dollars, they're pretty easy to track down. Fitz happens. Live. This is the Fit Show. Fitz happens live. Welcome back to the show, you guys. We're about we're about to get physical. Um, hey, Drew, you, you just had a sort of a big physical. You you, you had your gallbladder out not not too long ago, mm-hmm. and they check everything. Yeah, they were digging around inside me. Oh, you know what the best sign you're healthy is? The best sign that you are healthy. Let's go around the room. What do you think? Best sign you're healthy? Energy. You feel good. Feel okay. great. <laughs> Sleep well. Okay. Bethany, the mouth from the south. Best sign that you're healthy as a human being. Mm, I don't know. I guess I would just say your general feeling about yourself you know i would say like if somebody's regular oh, oh. that's a good well, one i'm yeah. the healthiest guy on earth that's a pretty good sign <laughs> i've never had a problem in that department yeah except everybody else around that's unhealthy <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i gotta be me gotta wear one of those hazmat suits oh, <laughs> so fans oh man you know how to clear a room <laughs> well you shouldn't be in that room that, I should be alone in that room at all times. You should give everybody <laughs> fair warning, like a 20-minute you know, uh, head start. Yeah, we need a sign. The poopery is right. in the all bathrooms. Well, right now, um, you could uh, today forget about all medical tests and anything like that because there is one test that uh, will basically tell you whether or not you're going to have a heart attack. One test. What is it? Can you drop down and give me 40? Push-ups? Push-ups? Right. Ups? The best sign you're healthy is whether or not you could do 40 Push-ups without stopping. Yes, isn't that something? It's a new study out of new study out of Harvard. Yeah, I don't believe this. This has got to be age adjusted. I don't think so. I think the largest bulk of Americans, easily the majority, could not drop and do forty push-ups right now. If he can, his odds of a heart attack, stroke, or heart disease are ninety-six percent lower than average. If you can well, yeah, jump that's down, Bethany, get out. Give me forty. He's in excellent health. Yeah, <laughs> he can drop down and give you forty. Give me forty. No. So much of so much of your no, you heart can't. attack and stroke risk. Your elbow will crack out, and so much of your heart attack and, uh, and stroke risk is genetic <laughs> and, and predisposition. All that. This is but just also, taking physical fitness. But into also, account. absolutely preventable as well. Just because something not you, in have, every you case. have a not in every case, but in some cases, just because you got some genetic issue, yes, you can improve. You it. can through cardiovascular activity and diet improve a lot of things. Yeah, there's no question that being. Taking care of yourself, eating right, having all the right amount of physical activity is improving your odds. But to put a single marker on it, like 40 push-ups, I think that's kind of irresponsible, actually. Because You're saying people, it could, yeah, it could trigger something? I can do 40 push-ups. I'm good. Bethany, yeah. would you like to share? Uh... I'm good, but I go out and I snort a bunch yeah. of lines every weekend or whatever. No, what? you're not. I'm saying if someone could do 40 push-ups in excellent right. health, but then he goes out and treats himself like a his body like a trash dump, then... Would you like to tell Drew about... Uh... A little victory that I had my senior trip in high school on the Carnival Cruise competition. Oh, you won some sort of uh, push-up contest. I did 122 push-ups in a row. Take it easy, Uncle Rico <laughs> from Napoleon Dynamite. No one cares what you did in high school. That has no measure on where you stand today. You don't think that that is a huge feat to do 122 push-ups in a row? I think a lot of 18-year-old boys are, would be proud of themselves there. But it, You know what? You just hurt my feelings. It really hurts my feelings. That is actually like a big accomplishment to me in my life. I tell everybody about that. <laughs> the Fit Show. Fit happens live. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Hey, don't forget today we're celebrating. We're celebrating. You know we're gonna celebrate. It's Telefriend Tuesday today. Tell a friend Tuesday is very, very important. It's a day that you should tell a friend, coworker, or a loved one to get out there and get checked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tell a friend to go to the doctor, get a physical. It's something everybody should be doing once a year. Some people maybe once every six months. But tell a friend Tuesday. Go to your doctor, folks. Bethany, what are you going to tell a friend today? Like, how are you going to say it, and who are you going to call? Mm. Like I, I, like you know what? Uh, uh, Phil Camino, who uh, who lives in Las Vegas, my buddy Phil Camino. 
He's got this weird thing growing on his eye, and I've been meaning to tell him, you should probably go get that checked out. So for Tell a Friend Tuesday today, I'm going to say, go get that booger-looking thing on your, that growth thing on your eye checked out. You call it that film. Ew. Well, he's got a bizarre film over his eye. And you That's... make fun of it. I do not. You do. I Can do not make fun of it. Well, it's it's just a weird film. It's like a weird film growing over his eyeball, you no. know. No, and, and don't th- no now for anyone that's listening, don't think that uh, Phil is not equally as mean to my husband. They are horrible to each other. They're best friends. Yeah, but- he's really rude to me. But <laughs> you know what? He's the other. he's the one who's got that thing going over his eye right now. So I, can he see through it? Well, apparently. You want to yes. call him and ask him? Maybe we should. Uh. But anyway, I, I will I will make sure to text him today and say, hey, I wonder if he get that feels thing it whenever you know he blinks, you know your eyelid goes like over it sticks. It, like a piece of sand. Yeah. I don't know. What were you even going to talk about this break? For some reason, I don't know. Oh. But tell a friend. Oh no, no, no. I asked you guys, what are you gonna, who are you gonna call, and what are you gonna tell him for Tell a Friend Tuesday? I think I should. I'm gonna harass my sister just because I haven't bugged her. What's in a going while. on with your sister? I don't know. Oh, I'll tell her she's old and she needs to go to the hospital <laughs> and get checked out. <laughs> Sisters love hearing stuff like that. You're, you know, sis, you're like what, pretty much fifty now. So you pretty, you need to go to the whichever doctor you choose. Pick a doctor and go go see what they can say to you. Pretty sure that you need to go to it. Yeah. Pick, pick a doctor. Yeah. And a doctor. I'm also thinking about calling my little brother because something's going. A long time ago, I, I said to him, "I'm like, man, I think your face is expanding." And he freaked out. I mean, he it really affected. I mean, it's like you can't even joke with your family anymore. But. But I think there is some obvious inflammation going on, which I, w- I would also call him today and say, hey, tell a friend Tuesday. Go check on that. Speaking of doctors, there's a new show that's coming on. I think it's yeah. on TLC or something. It's called The Toe Bro. And it's all oh, about the disgusting t- toes toe and feet. Things. Just kind of like oh, I Dr. Pimple Popper. On that show. <laughs> it's just like Dr. Pimple Popper. It's like the gross stuff that people love watching. He's for the feet, though, right? It's for the toes. And I think it's going to be so good. Oh, we, we do have to nominate the Drew. The toe bro. Yeah. And Drew, don't don't feel bad. I think I have a, a, a toe on my left foot that I could probably get nominated for. Yeah, this thing is like black and yellow and about <laughs> a quarter black and inch yellow, thick. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Black and yellow, black and yellow. I'll admit. It's disgusting. Looking. What's going on with it, gout? No, it's just a fungus toenail. Because <laughs> you had that little gout thing not too long that's ago. That's all over with. That's okay, that's good. Yeah. Gout is serious and it hurts. Gout I, ain't nothing to argue about. Gout is, it, it hurts. I have a friend that had gout. So what do you think the, the doctor would say when uh, he sees the toe? They'll probably try to put you put me on one of those meds that probably, you, you take. First thing he'll say is we got to amputate this. <laughs> Might say get out of my office. <laughs> It's The Fit Show. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. All right, everybody. Have you subscribed to our podcast? You can take the entire uh, uh, Fit Show and the crew with you on the go. All you have to do is uh, just any podcast app and type in The Fit Show. Seriously, if you have a finger, you could find us. You could have us today. You could listen in your time. Any podcast app, anything there is, however you listen to your podcast, type in The Fitz Show. Um, Is there anyone listening who believes in, uh, you know, psychics, mediums, tarot card readings? I would love to hear from you. Oh, there's Bethany, the mouth from the south, raising her hand over there. I think it's fun. I believe you said it wrong. It's tarot. Card. Is it tarot cards? Tarot. It's tarot cards. I thought I thought it was tarot. It's not carrot. It's tarot. Well, anyway, I'm saying all this because um, Bethany, the mouth from the south, last night walks up to me, and she has like this weird sort of peaceful little smile on her face. She goes, "Listen," she goes, "I want to let you know, um, I just did a tarot card reading, and I and I found up some very interesting stuff." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like okay. you went, you went and got one done? <laughs> no, she does it herself. <laughs> Can you do that? And they're always different every couple of days, but whatever. <laughs> So, but this time she walks up to me like I did something wrong, and and I guess uh, no, go ahead, tell everybody what. Uh, would you like a free psychic reading? <laughs> go ahead, Miss Cleo. Let us know what you predict. Um, I so just, horrible. I go well. You know, everything's looking good and everything's working out well. That, like some career stuff she was yeah. telling me about. She's like, this is going to be amazing, and then, and then she goes, also. But also, um, I. <laughs> You're going to cheat on me. 
Should I leave the room? Do you guys need to have a talk about this no, psychic reading? because I think it's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. Bethany, how accurate are these psychic readings? I mean, come on. It's just Oh, fun. what? You don't believe in them now? And so I looked at it. I said, oh. I said, that really... How do you, no, he I goes, go, what kind of a reading is that? He goes, how do you know that you're not going to be the one that changed? That's right. <laughs> I, I, hang on a minute. I, I have very little experience with these things, but what I have seen, it's like a card that has a picture of a skeleton holding a cup, and they go, ooh, that's the skeleton of cups. That means good fortune in your career. And then they flip another one over, and it's like a sword going through a mountain. They go, ooh, that's the sword of the mountain. How did that you means, know this? That means you're <laughs> oh going God. to cheat on your spouse. It's like, you're just making this crap up. Do you read tarot cards? No, it's just obscure oh symbols, and they assign an obscure or specific meaning to them. Drew, there's something you must know. You take it all with you. <laughs> take what where? You take it with you. Where am I going? <laughs> you listen to what Patrick Swayze says. You take it with you. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh you take you, you take the love with what you. What does that so, got to do with tarot cards? Well, I don't know. So anyway, I, th- just... I thought that Miss Cleo over here was throwing out some really weird stuff. Like, yeah, you're about to. There's some career stuff coming up, and blah blah blah. And maybe with this uh, position, you're going to be tempted by other ladies. That's what I, she was trying to get I at, Drew. Choked. I I guess I I just poked the bear. You did. Because he's always like that. that that's not true, and so, all that kind of stuff. I haven't, so I haven't done a lot of like great stuff in my life, but one thing I think I've done right, I've been a good husband. I think I've been a good husband. Well, I've been I, a loyal, loving, tried to be a good husband and just do it right, you know? Well, I appreciate that. I love you for it. Well, I hope you don't feel bad about what your tarot card said. Well, obviously you do because you're the one. Pretty <laughs> defensive the one over there. Talk about it. But I'll tell you, Drew, the way you were like kind of making fun of it and stuff, they're going to curse you. The tarot <laughs> card. Yeah. They will. Please. Last time you got cursed, your gallbladder blew up. Unrelated. Totally unrelated. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. Fit happens. Welcome back to the show, everybody. My name's Fitz, and uh, thank you so much for checking us out. You can find us everywhere. You can find me everywhere on social media, at Follow Fitz. Uh, a little bit about me. I'm a daddy. I'm a daddy, and uh, I got five babies. And I've been told every once in a while that I occasionally like to throw out some really good classic dad jokes. <laughs> It's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> you ready? Mm-hmm. I told my wife I wanted to be cremated. She made an appointment for Wednesday. I slapped Dwayne Johnson on the butt. Didn't feel like it at the time, but I realized I had hit rock bottom. Oh, I need a groan <laughs> sound effect here. Come on. <laughs> rock bottom. David Hasselhoff walked into a bar, mm-hmm. and uh, he ordered a drink. It's a pleasure to serve you, Mr. Hasselhoff, said the bartender. Just call me Hoff. He replied. Sure, said the bartender. No hassle. Oh. Come on. <laughs> that all, one's even old for a dad joke. It's all hoff. For years, I was against organ transplants. Then I had a change of heart. <laughs> okay, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dad joke. <laughs> a real bad joke. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Out of Scotland. Look at that package. Special delivery. There's a guy in Scotland who accidentally got his neighbor's package from Amazon the other day, but before he could deliver it, there was a little problem. His dog ripped it open. Oh, that's too bad. And uh, inside was a large pink adult toy. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Shipped discreetly in brown wrapping. One, <laughs> that's one heck of a doggy toy, though, I imagine. Yeah. Probably I'm to sure wrestle it away from the dog. <laughs> <laughs> 
That could last a lifetime. Poor dog, dog thought he got a toy, and then someone yeah, took it away. Yeah. Well, so what he did was he he filmed the aftermath where uh, it vibrates and everything. He's he filmed the whole thing where he's talking to the dog, a black lab named Bonnie. Uh, let, let's let's Wait. check out this exclusive. What are you kidding me? Audio. What does it have a nickname? Bojangles. <laughs> the dog. The dog's nickname is Bojangles. Yes. <laughs> Not that it has anything to do with the toy he was playing with. Or maybe it does. I don't know. We've been given someone else's parcel, but my Labrador, Bonnet, <laughs> has ripped it open, and the parcel is a. <laughs> What's he got there, Bonnet? What's he got? That's the parcel there. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to give you the address, but. What do you do in this situation? I mean, do you. Do you take it to the neighbor, or do you just, like, forget the whole thing happened and have them, like, complain to the, Maybe <laughs> the company you, they bought it from? I think you just package it up and send it back, right? Act like you never received it. But they're going to wonder why there's bite they, marks on it. What are they thinking when they get it back? Why are these bite marks on there? I'd be like, don't ask. Uh, I'm sorry, we can't uh, process your refund because the item was used uh, against its intended purpose. <laughs> All right, let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of Delaware... It was only just a dream. A guy in Delaware slept in the back of his car Saturday night after, uh, you know, hanging out with his friends. And while he was in the back of his car, he dreamed that people got in his car, sat on his head, and took off with him in it. Well, when he woke up Sunday morning, he'd crashed his car and police arrested him. But it wasn't a dream. Security cameras showed that a couple of guys did steal his car <laughs> while he was in the back, and oh, people were sitting it. on top of it. People were sitting on top of his head. Like they sat on him to restrain him, or they didn't notice he was there. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I can't believe he thought he was dreaming. <laughs> I do have exclusive. What are you kidding me? Audio right now of this situation. I was playing music. It became quite late, so I went and crashed in my car. I had a weird dream uh, that somebody sat on my head and that somebody jumped into the front seat of my car. And then I woke up in the back seat of my car. I get out, and then I started seeing all the treads inside this guy's lawn. There was a bush that was destroyed. I was like, wait a minute, that wasn't a dream. So <laughs> cops get there, they interview me, they give me a full field test. And uh, then they asked me to sit in the back of the car and said that since there were so many holes in my story, that there was no way for me to just be released and that I would have to be coming downtown for further interview. He's like, man, I... I yeah, yeah, we've heard it before. <laughs> Criminals stole your car while you're sleeping. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. I know it's Tuesday, but if you have any good stuff going on in your life, tell me about the good. You know, it could be big, could be something small, but if it's good, let me hear all about it. Facebook.com slash follow fits. And this isn't usually the type of skill you want inmates working on while they are in jail. But recently, there's a couple who locked their keys in their SUV outside of a courthouse in Newport, Ritchie, Florida. It was last Thursday. That's near Tampa. Mm-hmm. And uh, their one-year-old daughter was inside of the vehicle. Oh, oh that's no. terrifying. Right? There was a bunch of cops around, and you know they could have broken a window if they if they wanted to. But um, but there's a baby inside, right? So know. but but she was never she was never in any real danger. So they're like, okay, how can we get this thing open? None of the cops had a slim jim to get the doors open. What? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or they or they couldn't reach the automatic door lock button with one. But five prison inmates were on work release nearby, fixing <laughs> a a median in the road. <laughs> oh, I got this. And one of them said, "Hey, I can do this." <laughs> Hey. And uh, one of them just happened to have some experience, you know, breaking into cars. So another person at the parking lot had a coat hanger in their car, and the inmate was able to use it to get the doors open in in seconds. While the cops stood there and just kind of supervised, and they were also in awe of his unbelievable skills, you know, getting getting into this vehicle. He did get permission, uh, obviously. In the end, the little girl was only locked inside for about five minutes, and her mom got the whole thing on video. What they got to do is push the electronic button. Well, she'll be able to push the unlock button, though. Is she okay in there? Yeah, she's all right. Move it up here, bro. This is hilarious. <laughs> this is. This is a good I, I one. I don't mean, I'm sorry, bro. It's, it's not funny amazing. about the baby, but right, everything right. else is hilarious. I did, too. Try the back door. Try the lock right next to it. Sounds like a team. Yes. 
Thank right. God. Woo! Thank you. Thank you so much. Nice job, boys. I think they should take at least get some time served or sure. something for that. They should at least get some suds, remember? Oh, yeah, like on, in a Shawshank. Uh, in Shawshank, whenever they did the get roof. Get some suds. Yeah. <laughs> so way to go, guys. You know, they should at least take what? Depending on their crime, a, a, a month off. For saving that little girl. Sure. Well, they're already in work release, so they're already oh, that's good. Right. They're already uh, there's some trust involved. Reformed guys. Yeah. Sure. All right. There you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. Hey, everybody, if you like Instagram, find me on Instagram right now. I'm having have a lot of fun on the gram. Find me. Follow Fitz. Uh, again, follow Fitz on Instagram. I, get, I, I just have to tell you about something that my wife and I, Bethany the Mouth from the South, watched that had our mouths wide open. Oh like my you. Gosh. I, it's almost a what are you kidding me story. Like, like a giant I really like, like I was being I, I just wanna, Yes. While we were watching this, we're like, this cannot be real. There's no way this can be real. And I'm talking about the show. It's called Abducted in Plain Sight. Show or documentary? It's, a, it's like a documentary well, because it, it's only it like is a an documentary. hour and a half long. However, it's on one. Will, it's on one episode, right? Yeah, it's it's a ne- it's yeah. Netflix. Um, but I would like to say that this is definitely an adult show. This is not this is for, for mommies kids and daddies. or teenagers yeah, no kids. in any way. This is an adult show. Uh, I'm and I'm just going to read some of the social media, but to sum it up, this guy, this freak, this manipulator, this master manipulator, master manipulator, scary. You know, he was uh, you know the p word. You know the danger toward children, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a mm-hmm. file. Yes. Yeah. His name was Robert Birchtold, and he convinced a girl that she was an alien, a little girl, kidnapped her. Twice, with her parents basically not. I mean, her her parents gave permission for this well, guy to take the, her daughter off several times, and then this guy, the manipulator, seduced her mom and dad as well. Yeah, huh? mom and dad. That's right. Yeah. These are the worst yeah. parents uh, I that I've ever seen in my entire life. Now again, the show is called Abducted in Plain Sight. Well, now everything gonna... I just said right there, sum it up. Let's not parent shame. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, no. I'm just saying. Those even, are the worst parents I've ever seen in my entire even life. The no. FBI, shame or shame is due. Even even the FBI oh, investigator. I can't believe you just said hang that. Hang on. I'm just saying that even the FBI investigator said that these are people that were being manipulated by a master manipulator, whether or not he okay. saw weaknesses where weaknesses were. Parents that apparent. let their children go off with other adults saying, to you know to go ride horses for a couple of days are horrific. Are bad parents. Can I speak? Wait, make your point, please. Well, I can't because you continue to interrupt me. The point is, is that he was... No, I'm not saying that that is right. However, I'm I'm not defending him at all. Uh-oh. I'm just saying that the parents were manipulated as well. I'm not saying that they, they have no guilt. I'm not saying that they weren't wrong. I'm just saying that I feel like... This entire family was victimized. It sounds like what Fitz is saying is that when it comes to your kids, you have to take the utmost of course. precautions and, and, and never leave them alone with if anyone. If anything isn't 100% right, then you don't do it. Here's a tweet Kelly just said The parents and abducted in plain sight are actually the dumbest human beings I've ever witnessed in my entire not, life. I'm not saying that that's not true. I'm not saying that that's not true, but. The stupidity of Jan's parents, how naive and absent-minded they were about the whole thing. They could have saved their daughter from being kidnapped and stuff twice. It happened right in front of their eyes. Yeah. I Uh -uh. mean, it is unbelievable Uh -uh. whenever you see that even after it happened the first time, this guy basically got away with it with the parents' help. Yeah. I mean, they, they, you know, they were in a compromising situation. Uh, This man knew some, you know, explicit uh, details about this family and he they they he used it against them forward with yeah. that we gotta unless... wrap up real quick but uh, again the show is called abducted in plain sight it's on netflix right yes uh-huh. it is. watch it i'm and definitely gonna check you it out. are going to be just shocked mouth wide open let us know uh what you thought about it as well we'll be right back this is the fit show fit happens live 
Now, back to more fits. Fits. It happens. Live. Live. F-I-T with a Z. Hey, don't forget to tell a friend Tuesday. And it's just really simple. Tell a friend Tuesday. Uh, call someone you love, maybe a friend, coworker, or loved one, and say, hey, when's the last time you've been to the doctor? Go get checked. Go get your physical. That simple. Mm-hmm. That's what we try to uh, make our Tuesdays about. Tell a friend Tuesday to go to the doctor, get you a little physical, it's just all about, you know, preventative medicine. You'll be amazed at the amount of doctors and nurses who've written in. They said, Fitz. Just like that. They go, Thanks for the business. Yeah, they go, Fitz, thank you for the business. So nice of you to tell your everybody to go to the doctor. And it's, you know, so yeah, thank you. I appreciate you reaching out too. <laughs> you know? Tell a friend Tuesday to go do that. Uh, we got some time for, for some mommy minutes, right, Bethany? Yep. Yes. Where it's just us girls. Bethany's going to bring up some stuff that mommies definitely need to know about, some some stuff that mommies care about. What you got today? Well, um, like, you know, sometimes it's specifically focused to mommies, but this, I think, has, of course, it does have a lot to do with women, but a lot of guys, this has a lot to do with guys, too. Drinking just two cans of sugar-free diet drinks a day increases your chance of heart attack or stroke by a third. Wait a minute. Is this confirmed? I may, get this, a major study of 80,000 women over 50. Drew, that's tracked, why your gallbladder blew up. Tracked their drinking over 12 years, and the risk of heart disease was 29% higher, and death by any cause was 16% higher. Let me guess, it's the sugar, isn't it? Well, this isn't sugar. This is diet drinks. These are the- There's st- still a lot of sugar in that. No, aspartame. it's aspartame. Uh-huh. It's all stuff that makes it to where it's zero calories- but the stuff you're drinking can raise your risk of heart attack and stroke. But, but you still get to keep your figure. Right. <laughs> but the problem that I, I've heard with studies like this from the scientific standpoint is that if they're the correlation is not necessarily causality, meaning if they looked at these people over 12 years and said, hey, the ones that happen to drink two diet drinks a day had a higher risk. They aren't necessarily factoring in everything else. Those people, maybe mm. the kind of person that drinks maybe they're not exercising. They also does this. Also right. doesn't Smokes do that. Like they don't exercise. They yeah, don't have those a good diet. May have a bigger contribution. However, I will say this: years and years ago, this is like two decades ago. I was, I was uh, at a uh, gambling table in Las Vegas at like three in the morning, drinking diet coke. I was done drinking and I was playing cards and I thought, you know, I'll drink some diet cokes. And I ordered a Diet Coke, and the lady next to me was like, "Ugh, what are you doing?" And I was like, "I thought I was doing the right thing. I'm drinking. I'm not drinking booze. I could have." And she spent the next hour or two lecturing me about it because she worked in a lab that did that type of research, and she I, would tell me how poisonous. <coughs> Doctors have always told us for a long time about the, not only you know, not only the, the pop drinks, but but diet drinks as well. Mm-hmm. You know. Now I would like to say that the results in this study it does say that they were obtained after adjusting. For risk factors such as oh. age, high blood pressure, and smoking. Oh, interesting. And so it still shows that that risk of heart attack and worth stroke goes at. up by a third. Can you go get me a uh, Diet Pepsi, please? Fits <laughs> happens live. Fits happens live. 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 That is right. You can take us with you on the go. Listen, your way, your time, your way. And if you have fingers, and even if you have one finger, you could find us. Just go to any uh, uh, app, wherever you get your, excuse me, wherever you get your podcasts. Yep. Uh, pick any one, just type in The Fit Show. That easy. The Fit Show, and we will be delivered to you every single day. Any podcast app in the world. All right. Uh, hey, remember that that Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper movie from not too long ago? What was the name of it? Uh, a Star is Born. A Star is Born. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be a really good movie. It is a very good movie. They were, they've been nominated for all sorts of awards for yeah. it. It kind of got snubbed in the awards They've been getting circuit. a lot of snubs. Yeah, but they did get a lot of nominations. Here is um, Lady Gaga singing the song Shallow from the movie A Star is Born. Shallow. What did I say? Shallow. <laughs> like cello. Yeah. Jello. No, Shallow. <laughs> Shallow. Okay, well, here's Lady Gaga singing Shallow. Very good. I'm of the deep watch as I dive in. I'll never meet the ground. Crash the surface when they can't hurt us. We're far from the shallow now. I like Lady Gaga's old nose better. You think it sounded better? 
I just liked I liked her her nose before she had her nose done. Okay. I like the original, you know. Mm-hmm. But not that it has to do with anything. So anyway, so that was Lady Gaga. But now, <laughs> now everybody is freaking out about our Kelly Clarkson, about Kelly Clarkson performing this song, and they're saying that Kelly Clarkson completely blows Lady Gaga out of the water. And I will tell you, man, Kelly Clarkson, she could wail. There, there are two people that I think have supreme vocals, and they are Lauren Elena and Kelly Clarkson. I don't think anybody can compete with their vocals. What about Pink? She's up there too, right? I, I don't think, uh, Pink, Pink is phenomenal, but mm-hmm. I don't know, she still can't hit Kelly Clarkson, Lauren Elena notes. She and has, he, but I don't think she can. Isn't Lady Gaga known for that as well? She's kind of a heavyweight in the in the vocals. She category. is, but I don't know. She's Maybe just... we should let the audio yeah. speak for itself. You're saying we should get to the audio? I am. Let's put him in the ring. Then let's have the discussion you... after. <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about here. I, I want everybody to make the call. You make the call. Who did it better, Lady Gaga or our Kelly Clarkson? You make the call right now. We'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear Lauren Elena do it, too. I'm going to say that's a narrow, narrow victory to Kelly Clarkson. I liked both versions, but Kelly was a little more articulate. Like, you could hear, make out the words a little better. You're saying Lady Gaga was more mumbly? Yeah, a little more mumbly. (laughs) (laughs) The Fitz Show. This is Fitz territory. Fitz happens. Live. Live. Everybody, I want you to set it and forget it. You see that little button in front of you on your radio? That's your preference one button. See all those little buttons? Hold your finger out there. Push push the number one button down until it beeps. Okay? Set our show as the number one button on your preset right now. Just set it and forget it. Yeah, and that's what you know when we hear, when we talk about a P1, that's who we're talking about. It's the person who has done that, who's performed the action, who's locked us in on that first preference number one button. You became a P1. And my name is Fitz. That's Drew. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. And I'm going to bring this up. I, I don't think I should feel weird about it. Um, there's been an individual reach out to me privately on Facebook. And uh, he's he's recommending the C- CBD oil. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> CBD oil. Now, this stuff is showing up in like oils and capsules and even like things for your coffee, cocktails. What exactly is... CBD oil. CBD is uh, it, it's a cannabinoid, so it's one of the active ingredients that you would find in marijuana, but it's not psychoactive. So this <gasps> is the one that only acts on your physical body, like your pain muscles, receptors. your aches, your pain receptors, but it doesn't have a psychoactive effect. So you're not going to feel stoned or high or like intoxicated in any way, but you get the physical relief, kind of like aspirin. Or like a painkiller would that it doesn't make you loopy. Okay, here's another, uh, and this is this is another question I want to throw out there: Is this stuff legal? Is CBD uh, is Extract. it a controlled substance? Okay, in places where marijuana is legal, yes, and in places where it's medicinally legal, yes. But I think in not federally yet. And not in states where it's not legal. However, the Department of Agriculture just did a bill to allow for uh, growing of hemp that does include CBD because it's not psychoactive. So oh, I've yeah. Question. question in the back of the room, Bethany. Sure, go ahead. Would you still, would you pass a drug test if you took that, if you were just <sighs> using CBD oil? I have wow. no idea. I really don't know. But, well, I think you might because drug tests test for THC. CBD is not THC. Oh, interesting. See? Interesting. But that I don't know that for sure, so please don't take my advice and use it and then get fired. And again, one of my buddies <laughs> one of my buddies from Facebook messaged me and he asked me if I wanted to buy this CBD. Um, 
what what if like my wife just happened to rub some CBD on my glutes? You know, if I needed a good glute rub mm-hmm. with the CBD oil, that's not uh, illegal in any way. I suspect you'd be feeling good in a couple different ways. Interesting, you know. Um, and again, I you might have mentioned it earlier as far as the, the psychoactive stuff of the CBD can't. Can, it, no it, it does not get you high in any way. No, however, and you're hearing really great things about it from everyone, but it is kind of a current fad. But I'll say this: the other thing I'm hearing is that there's not because it's not legal everywhere. There's not really good controls mm-hmm. on its manufacturing. So if you were to buy some and it says, don't worry, this is 100% CBD with no THC. People are saying you oh, still no. sometimes get THC because these aren't made in like perfect lab environments yet uh-huh. because it's not, you know, federally available. So Got it's it. kind of like still made in little basements and whatever. Ah, no. Is it really? Or made in like, uh, you know, someone's little private business right. where they don't have the proper lab equipment. And if you rub the CBD oil all over your body, does it make you want to eat cupcakes and Doritos afterwards? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> This is Fitz Happens Live. 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 Fitz Happens Live. 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 Been having a lot of fun on social media with Snap What You See. So wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, all P1, Snap What You See. And send it back to me. Just post it on our Facebook page. Facebook.com slash follow fits. That is Facebook.com slash follow fits. It's, it's, it's always so cool seeing what's going on, you know? Mm-hmm. From their faces and from their eyes. <laughs> you know? I like it. Hey, you know what's crazy? Um, I heard this. I don't know if it's confirmed yet, but they're saying that the, uh, the brother of uh, Jeff Bezos' mistress, Lauren Sanchez, is the one who supplied the couple's racy text mm-hmm. to the National Enquirer. Have you heard this? Uh, gross. Why does your brother have sexy texts of you with your boyfriend? True. Gross. And yeah, he's. I a, want nothing to do with that. He's yeah. a big Trump supporter. I know that. But um, yes, yeah, so, why? Yeah. Well, I mean, Ooh. obviously he didn't approve of, of the relationship maybe, or maybe he, he thought this is a good way to get some big, big money. But yeah. if I called you know? my sister and I said, look, I don't approve of your boyfriend. Send me those sexy texts of him. She'd say, get lost. No, obviously he had to like... Snoop. Snoop, get the phone, maybe send the text to his phone or something. Yeah. Well, that's extra creepy. Digging it, into your sister's phone. Unless she phone. was into it. Yeah, but <laughs> think worse. about... No, I'm saying like, unless she was like, you know what, here, you know, I can send you these and you can get some money off this, you know? Crazier dir- things have happened. There's definitely a dirty Sanchez in that family. <laughs> Or two. <laughs> Were you just looking for a chance to say that? No. <laughs> set up. No, Lauren Sanchez. And then that brother is, is dirty. Can you imagine Thanksgiving? Oh, my goodness. What's Thanksgiving and Christmas going to be like? Uh, probably pretty pretty uh, well off this time around. Yeah. Hey, so they're going to be in the Swiss Alps. So yeah. you, uh-huh. Can Jeff Bezos continue even still to be with this girl? Oh my gosh! <sighs> no way. Oh, I, Plus, I don't, I don't get it. I don't think she's. I don't think she's that special. I don't know. She is a helicopter pilot. Oh wow. yeah, but he has a hundred billion dollars for now. Yeah, but so. she's a helicopter pilot, Drew. Former news anchor. <laughs> well, that does it right there. <laughs> I mean, you got to have her. The Fit Show. Take this job and shove it. Hey, wherever you are right now, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. First of all, thank you so much for listening. Secondly, is there anyone listening who absolutely hates their job? Do you hate your job? Do you hate it? Hey, guys, what about you? How do you like your job? Drew, do you like your job? Come on, this is is cake. I've had bad jobs. This This isn't working. Just a little little research every now and then. Mm -hmm. But the people out there really working... They're out there working right now. Listen oh, yeah. to us. Mm-hmm. So we're thank you guys for that. Hey, I've been you. People out there working. That's right. I've dug me the too. ditches. I've lugged rocks. Excuse I've me. I cars. delivered furniture and I delivered washer and dryers and couches for Hertz Hardware in Bowie, Texas. You mm-hmm. worked. I at painted. Go ahead. The sporting goods department at Walmart. At Walmart. And I uh, before that I was an entrepreneur. Eighth uh, grade, ninth grade, tenth grade, and eleventh grade. You want to know what I did? I painted addresses on curbs. It's very smart. Made some cash money. Anyway, yeah. But do you hate your job? Bethany, do you hate your job right now? No. Because if you hate your job, you could be you could be destroying your health. Um, 
it, it can have some major, major negative effects on your body. For example, the, a couple things happen to your body when you absolutely hate your job. Your appetite changes. Do you eat more or less? I feel like you eat more. I bet you eat more. Mm. <laughs> See, for me, whenever I, I just get stressed and then I think I eat less. Because I'm constant, you know, I'm just moving, you know, so I just think, you know, forget to eat. I think that's a common thing with moms. When you're stressed out about something like work for, like, uh, they say long periods of time, your adrenal glands start releasing more of the hormone cortisol. Mm. Cortisol, right. Which causes feelings of hunger. So, yeah, you, you, if you're stressed out, you eat a whole lot more. Well, that would explain the five pounds I've gained recently. Oh, during what's whenever- stressing you out? Well, the kids were off. They were on a break, yeah. you know, like a, a, a break. Yeah, they have a lot of breaks from their school. Yeah, so I'm wondering if uh, that are they actually getting that. an education? Oh no. Uh, also, if you really hate your job, it can mess with your love life. Studies have shown that juggling personal stress and professional stress can lower a a woman's desire. Oh, that's what's going on, Bethany. Uh-oh. Oh, come on. <laughs> I thought you said you enjoy your job. <laughs> Ever since I begged you to start showing up every day. <laughs> it can also mess with your mental health. Especially if you feel like you're not being treated fairly at work or not appreciated. Yeah. You start, you start losing it. Mental health. And finally, Sorry, I'm some, something else that can happen to your body when you really, really hate your job, it can cause some serious, serious headaches. It jacks with the muscles in your head. And by the way, you do have a lot of muscles in your head. Yes, you do. You know? So it's something to think about. I don't know why people are just miserable at their job, why they just, I mean, I know why. But life's too short to be unhappy somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, there's a ton of just wisdom that says you didn't, you know, when you're laying on your deathbed, the last thing you'll think is, I wish I worked more. That's right. Or wish I spent more time at that job I hated. That's right. The one and only. This is The Fit Show. And now, here's my daddy. It's time for your, why are you kidding me? Of course, always here, and I'm standing by, getting ready to report. All right, let me try to lighten the mood now. Out of Indonesia, that's a dope with some soap. Over in Indonesia, Khasik Asafaya is a young woman making a name for herself by licking and rating the taste of various soaps. Soap. Just so we're clear, she doesn't just touch the soap bars with the tip of her tongue to get a taste, but she licks and slurps them like you would a popsicle. Ugh. Is this like a? Is this one of those mental disorders where yeah. people Maybe like to some taste p- pennies or it's something? It's called well, At least she's not eating couches like some people I've seen. They got some people on, on TV and they eat couches because they're addicted to it. Yeah, there was. I mean, what the heck? There was this one lady that ate drywall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she just ate yeah. drywall. <laughs> oh man, I love the taste of sheetrock. And another one just ate chalk. Pieces of chalk. Well, yeah. Soap's not any better, right? No, yeah. it's not. Well, I, I'm actually familiar with the taste of soap. My mom put it in my mouth a lot when I was a kid. I used to get that too. <laughs> yeah. It only happened once or twice. I learned my lesson. Her soap eating videos received thousands of likes and comments, including suggestions on what soap brand she should try next. This is going to kill her and make her stomach blow up or something. She could get soap poisoning like the kid in Christmas Story. Yeah. Well, that's just the kind of stuff that, I mean, honestly gets you killed. Mm-hmm. You know? For hits and clicks. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the... What? Are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. Woo! It's about to get loud. Now back to The Fitz Show. Fitz happens. Live. What's up, all P1s? How are you? We want you to set this show as the number one button on your preset. Set it and forget it. You know what I mean? Tune us in, turn it up, and just keep it on, Drew. That, that's what it means when we say P1 on the show. Yeah, P1 is a special kind of listener. They've committed to this show. We're committed to providing it. You're committed to listening to it. Lock us in on that first preset, that number one button. You just became a P1. I know there's a lot of people who haven't watched the Grammys yet, or, or, or maybe you've seen you know a couple of clips on, on YouTube here and there. But I want to say, I think Alicia Keys, um, I did watch the Grammys. I, I think Alicia Keys did a great job. She was really chill, sort yeah, of relaxed, very, you know, very conversational. I agree. And so, Alicia, shout out to you. But there were a couple of uh, cool moments uh, that I wanted to point out. Did you have a question before we begin? I didn't really watch the Grammys. I saw a couple of short bits of it, kind of walking in and out of a room, but... The after 
effect I got seeing all the coverage right. yesterday was it, I just felt like it was all a big political stunt. Like I felt like the whole thing was all about it, it was like a Women's Day march as an award show. What Not you- that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> <laughs> But it's supposed to be about the merits of the music and the merits of the artists and you the know performances. What? While watching, I, I don't know. I don't think I really got that perception. I, I thought that it, they were really trying to make it about the music. Okay, well, like I said, I, I didn't see it, but I just felt like the way, at least the way it was being reported. Is there anything on. else you'd like to say about women marching? Or <laughs> No. I'm all for it, I guess. <laughs> anyway, um, Alicia Keys, um, she she had a moment where she she talked about Losing Song of the Year in 2004 to John Mayer. But listen to what he did. Because John said, I agree, Alicia, this should have been yours. And he literally broke the Grammy and wrote, If I Ain't Got You, with my name on it and gave it to me. Like, look at what he did. Like, look. This has got to be the coolest joint custody agreement in showbiz history. We're we putting it back together. It belongs back together. Just for one night only. Right. So that was cool. Wow, the people at the Grammys Very might cool. not have been that pleased about that. Breaking their sacred <laughs> award. Kind of like whenever they were mad at Drake for... for telling people telling they don't people need a Grammy. Telling people they don't need a Grammy to oh, be yeah, yeah. All right. yeah. Is that when they cut him off? Yeah. And shout out to Casey Musgraves, who was the first country artist to win the Grammy for Album of the Year in 10 Years now, Drew, you're you're really upset that it wasn't uh, didn't go to Stapleton. I yes, absolutely. But that was best country album that he's upset about. Uh, I believe Chris Stapleton was in best album as well. But Drew, you were talking about how you were mad that right. I think Chris didn't win best country best album. country album. But if he'd won that, I think why not give him album of the year? I mean, he really did change the I game agree. back. I mean, you're I, saying he brought a lot of, of tradition back into it. Yeah, into the and sound. everyone loves it. You don't even have to be a country fan mm-hmm. to love what, what Chris Stapleton does. I'm all right with a slow Oh, I love you, Casey. Yeah, I love it. You give me butterflies. Thank God it's not too good to be true. Again, album of the year, Golden Hour. I'm going to have to listen to it. Sounds so melodic and chill, you know? I agree. But not like country. I think it's her way. I think it's her version of country. Cowboys, why don't you giddy up, giddy there it is. Up. See, she says giddy up. She says giddy up. We love you, Casey. The one and only. This is the Fit Show. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Twitters. Maybe Snapchat. Yes, the good and the bad, the ugly about the show, your questions, comments, and concerns about the show. <laughs> uh, Sarah Jean wrote in. What's up, Sarah Jean? Sarah Jean, scared to death. Not Sarah Beth. Mm-hmm. Rascal oh, Flats. Oh, yes. Uh, hey, Fitz, I can't believe that you called out Bethany at the mouth from the south for farting in bed. <laughs> <laughs> she must have been mortified. That's not what husbands are supposed to do. But then again, Fitz, that's not what a good lady should be doing either. I think you added that. <laughs> <laughs> she writes, I bet, uh, I bet you got yours for that one, pal. Well, it's something I've had an issue with for a while. She's a little tutor. Oh, don't, my When God. she goes night-night. Don't, don't keep going. What's I cannot point? believe embarrassing her. that Sorry, you Bethany. would ever, especially. You're a little tutor, Pooter. I mean, you <laughs> fart all day long. Lies, and nobody's going to believe you. <laughs> Nobody will believe that. Absolutely no one's going to believe you. That is so... <laughs> I'm just not even... Drew knows. All right, let's move on. Oh, we don't even need to get to Drew. <laughs> oh, God. He's like a walk-in whoopee cushion. <laughs> Come on. I take it outside. It's not fair. I can't even... I can't breathe. All right, this is from Amber. Hey, Fitz, I think uh, I heard you talking about your dream the other day about the tidal waves and the earthquakes. I think what they're really saying is, I think they're about your new little grandbaby in the crushing reality of life and adulthood, that you are just 39 and a half years old and have a grandbaby. Maybe that's why you're stressing out. You didn't choose to have a new addition to the family, and you couldn't control it, but it pushed you into a new phase of your life. That's just my two cents. I love psychology classes in college. Amber. 
Thank you for that, Amber. That is interesting. And yeah, um, that's my, really cool. That yeah, very interesting. Or could it be that my wife is a little tutor pooter in bed? <laughs> That'd be more of a maybe. Like, maybe that's the earthquake. Be I'm more feeling. of a hurricane force wind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's enough. <clears throat> and yes, everybody. In case you missed it, my 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 twenty year old son, my wonderful son Corbin, uh, brought my little Hank into the world, and he's this sweet little baby. And everybody have been asking me what my name's going to be, you know, because I'm not going to say G-Paw, mm-hmm. although that's cool. What's up, Gramps? But uh, it's Big Man. Big Man. He's going to say, what's up, Big Man? Right? Mm-hmm. Going over to Big Man. Bethany, what are you going to be? I haven't even. Mama B? I haven't even. Granny B? <laughs> I haven't even really given it much thought yet. Right. Uh, from Charlotte, I think Drew was being a great big killjoy when he reminded you over and over that you didn't win the Country Hall of Fame award when you were in Nashville a couple of days ago. That's just Whoa. rude. What award has he ever been nominated for? I think he's being a hater. Is he jealous? Charlotte. Okay. No, I haven't been award, uh, nominated for any awards. I wasn't trying to kill your joy. I was just, you were reading an acceptance and I wanted to clear the air and make sure people know you were nominated what? which is cool are you saying you it was didn't bad? win it he didn't win you were nominated and that's good listen that's to how thing. you just keep on burning <laughs> into my soul <laughs> you didn't Charlotte win <laughs> you want to say it again what that you didn't win <laughs> all I'm saying is nominations count too that's a good, good thing good for you buddy if you ain't first you're last <laughs> This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, everybody have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you uh, tomorrow. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! That's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.